here to listen to El Numero Uno? Or are you here to listen to the American Kaiju? From the land of the rising sun, you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Welcome to the Hogs Cast Red and Black. Welcome back, Hogs Pack. This is, uh, this is a very special episode of the Hogs Cast Red and Black. As you know, Hogsman Podcast is celebrating uh, the one-year anniversary of when this all got started. Uh, join with me today, and always and forever, uh, as long as this is on Zoom especially, uh, is, uh, is NPA, not Producer Adam, otherwise known as the, uh, the less rich Conrad Thompson. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing great, and it is now known as the Hogscast OG. Hogscast OG. Okay, great. Yes. Um, I'd ask you how your weekend was, but I don't give a shit. So uh, we'll, we'll just move on. Um, oh, yeah, Big Duke can't make it this week. But uh, but Mike's supposed to join the Zoom call later on, right? About 20 minutes in. 20 minutes in. Fantastic. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar, might not be, the Hogscast Red and Black uh, is going to be uh, a weekly podcast short of an addendum we're only going to go about 10 to uh, 30 minutes so if uh, if we go short today mike's going to miss his, his his call time unfortunately but uh this being the one year celebration even though i can't be there in person right now i did want to thank a couple people um over the last year that have made this possible starting with el numero uno isn't it fitting mike camden um came up with this idea one day after training brought his phone and said, Dev, we're going to do a podcast. I said, what the hell are we doing a podcast for? He goes, fuck it. Let's do it about our, uh, us traveling up and down the road. Let's promote our shows. And that's how this all got started. Um, we started uh, basically just talking about road stories, what matches we had upcoming, uh, how our, our, our match we just had went, training, things like that, and became a promotional tool. Obviously, the pandemic hit and the rest is history. We just ended up recording every single week, even when I couldn't be there, whether it was for, you know, a, a COVID close call where you're staying home, getting tested. Mike was still there um, recording every week with guests or, or with Adam. So um, without this, without Mike, none of this would have been possible. Number two, level up, uh, level up uh, pro wrestling school um, for allowing us to use the, use the space uh, after, after our, uh, you know, practices and training. Uh, b-boy allowed us to use the space and record and if it wasn't for that we probably would never have a a podcast to begin with which uh, leads into the next one b-boy uh, again he he ran the school or still does run the school gave us the time uh, and the space to use and on top of that he was always generous with with his time with us and and did a couple podcasts which actually led to some of our our highest rated episodes so appreciate b-boy um, ted woods who was our first producer for the podcast helped us get up uh set up with the instagram uh twitter page youtube channel uh introduced video made the thing a little more professional than we were we were taking at the time and help us to get our shit together and uh obviously npa who stepped into his his shoes and and took over pretty seamlessly thank you adam uh or or uh, cheap conrad thompson you're the sam's club tom conrad thompson is that okay that's great i or do what be i the- can when i can do it or you can be the select choice, Conrad Thompson. It's up to you. I don't really know the difference. 
Okay, there we I don't go. Buy, I don't buy in bulk. <laughs> uh, Dominic Mysterio, uh, who who helped keep our ratings up and helped us pay the bills, he uh, did a couple episodes with us. But his first one, I think, was our our massive uh, massive ratings the first time he came in. Who did he um, ever got? Beat? Who did he ever be? Got us some new uh, subscribers. Um, all of the guests that we've had over this last year. Uh, Yuma, we had on a couple times. Hammerstone, uh, we had uh, Destro, uh, Heather Monroe, the first lady of the Hogsman podcast. Robin Shaw was just there uh, the last two weeks, even though I wasn't there. B Boy again. Um, and then uh, all the listeners uh, of the podcast this last year who have supported us by liking, subscribing, leaving reviews, uh, you know, buying, uh, buying uh, t shirts from. Uh, ProWrestlingDs.com slash American Kaiju or whatever uh, Mike's was. Um, you can also still follow us, uh, support us that way. If you haven't yet, support us by following us at Hogsman Pod on Twitter or Instagram. And is it just Hogsman Pod on YouTube? Hogsman Pod everywhere. Hogsman Pod everywhere. If you didn't catch us last week or you don't remember, we are on YouTube. This show that we're doing right now is on YouTube. You can see. Uh, NPA's beautiful face staring back at mine. Uh, I'm freezing my ass off in two jackets in a garage right now in San Jose. Well, it's 30 degrees and it pouring rain outside. So, um, yeah, watch us. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know why you wouldn't. My voice isn't that that great to listen to. My face isn't much better, but uh, at the very least, you have Adam still. Million dollar face, ten cent body. Me or you? doesn't matter i'm the body guy so i'm gonna go with you but uh that is something that happened to you this year you became a body guy i did become a body guy that's one of the things if we oh shit i just realized what we're doing next week can you write this down i don't want to forget we're doing the uh, dundee awards for the uh, hogsman podcast next week (laughs) that's what we're doing shit maybe it'll have to be two weeks out because we'll have to do nominations Hmm. yeah we'll announce the nominations next week Something to think about. By the way, I got my microphone fixed. So you've got the good mic instead of the uh, crappy one from last time. You sound great. Thank you. I appreciate that. How do I look? You look good. Uh, you hesitated. Uh, you hesitated. I, yeah. I, you know, I got to be very quiet about how I feel about that. Really? Because I heard you complimenting this, this Mike in public. the whole time. Oh, okay, that's true. Mike, um, I have to. Legally, I'm obligated to say a few nice things about Mike Camden. Per you week. say far more than a, ni- a few nice things. I mean, I compliment. far too complimented. Yeah, okay. it's, 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 I be, it's un, be, it gets uncomfortable. Should it I be more mean to him? Yeah, I would. I would try that. Yeah, you're just it's bitter because you because I buried you on the pod this week. You did bury me on the podcast, and the worst part is, see, if you were a better producer, I, but I, I realize you're not the producer. You're not producer Adam. If you were a better producer, you would have hit the gong and hit. Oh yes, but where was that? You had that. You had the crowd responding and everything. They were eating out of the palm of your hand, buddy. That's all I needed. I don't. I don't need sound effects. I got the genuine reaction from the audience, including a WWE superstar oh, okay. who laughed at my joke. He laughed. Oh, at that's your all joke. I needed. I, he didn't laugh at your ten cent body. No, I mean he probably did after he left. He's probably like, God, that, that piece of crap. <laughs> um, oh, there was one more person I didn't get to think. Uh, Steel Cage Radio. Uh, we partnered with them shortly after uh, we got started. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't say nice things about Derek. Oh, that's right. Okay, I Derek. Punched him, but... I punched him in the face this past year. It was you great. did punch him in the face at a show. Uh, but uh, Steel Cage Radio, the company. Um, when we partnered with them middle of the year, 
uh, or early into last year. It helped us really reach uh, new listeners, new subscribers. And uh, that was awesome. It was good. So thank you, Steel Cage Radio. I know it's very difficult. He hates me. I don't know why I try to be nice to him. You look like you're sitting in a sour fart right now, that face that you just made. No. Maybe I am. Maybe you are. Maybe it's a wet fart. Who knows? Um, so this week, so we're, we're typically going to cover one uh, topic per, per episode. Um, this one, because we're celebrating the one year anniversary, I figured I'd cover a few things and then we'll go into the questions that you had. Um, that was on the, uh, what are you calling it now? Hogsman OG? Hogscast OG. Just Hogs like, this is the Hogscast OG. Red and Black. Hogscast Red and Black. So we might have to get a Hogscast OG shirt now in the NWO theme. Yeah. And by the way, Mike had different names he thought. And then I said Hogscast OG because it, in my head, I was like, that's a name Mike would love. And I saw the look on Mike's face. and He, <laughs> he loved it. I was like, I, I get up. him a little better now. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Um, I have to tell you what I've done this last week. I, uh, I'm 33 years old. Okay. So I'm, uh, I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not, I'm not uh, out of it just yet. I'm not in retirement stage. Adam, did you know, uh, you know, you can play Pokemon online? Like the Pokemon Go? Like, no, not Pokemon Go. You can play the card game online. No, I, I was never into that. But I, I didn't, so I didn't know it existed. Okay, so when I was a kid, when I was growing up, I was totally into the Pokemon thing. When I was like 11, 12 years old, I was selling Pokemon cards like people sold drugs. You and every other kid in America back in that time period. Oh, no, I had a scheme, okay? I would go into the store, the local store that sold Pokemon cards. I would purposely follow in. I'd stand out in front, like, again, like I'm dealing drugs. I'd follow in the parent and the kid that were walking in the store. I'd walk over to the counter, listen to them ask for a Charizard that cost $300, and the parents would go, look, I know I told you if you got straight A's, I would buy you a Pokemon card. I'm not spending $300 fucking dollars on a Pokemon card, okay? And then the kid's like, yeah, you promised. You promised. And the parent drags him out. Okay, let's go. We'll go talk about it. We'll go talk about it. They walk out of the store. Well, I would, I'd go out there first because I already saw this happen a million times. They get to the front of the store to have the conversation because the salesperson's like, would you like to pay 300 now? And they're like, no, I need to talk to my kid first. So I'd be waiting out there, listening to them talk to their kid. And I'm like, oh, Charizard? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't pay 300 for it either. I actually have three of them here and I'd be willing to part with one of them for $200 or, or you know, this one's 175. I'm feeling generous. And I would do that all day long, every weekend and make a fuck ton of money. I don't even know what I did with the money. I think I just bought more Pokemon cards or who, who leaves an 11 year old at a store all day on a Saturday. Anyway, you were born for the wrestling business. I was carny as fuck before I knew what carny was, dude. I'm telling you. Um, so yeah, my, my, I, I played Pokemon go with my daughter this summer, try to keep her entertained uh, during quarantine. Cause obviously everything was closed down, uh, but she got into Pokemon. She saw it on Netflix a couple times. And then my buddy, had told me that he was teaching his kid math through playing the Pokemon card game. I asked him to show me and they showed me the online one. And now I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I'm furious because I used to play this game all the time as a kid. I haven't played it in, I don't know what, 20 years or something like that. 20 years. Probably longer I haven't than played, that. I haven't played Pokemon in 20 years, 21 years, something like that. And now I've been up at night grinding on this fucking game until like 12 30 to 1 in the morning just playing pokemon it's the worst thing in the world it's terrible um you, sound but, like you need a life 
I do. I do need a life. But my life starts at 9.30 when my wife goes to bed and uh, ends at 1.30 when I go to bed. So there we go. Um, also got a new home gym. I'm very excited about that. I haven't had, uh, I haven't been able to go to a gym this entire pandemic. I know some people, what, what's that face? Well, I'm laughing because California opened back up in the last couple of days and now you have a home gym. Oh, no, no, no. It didn't matter. It didn't typical, matter. No, but I'm just saying typical Devin Sparks. I know. I right know. when you get a gym, you are now able to go to a gym again, which is funny to me. I know. It's it's my my luck is the worst fucking luck in the world. Um, but I'd been trying. We didn't have space in the uh, in the condo we were at to have a home gym. Yeah. My wife, because we have people in the family that are elderly and uh, susceptible to, uh, uh, you know, this type of thing, you have to be extra cautious around them. Uh, going to a gym was not uh, on the agenda. So now I've got a whole gym. So this whole body guy thing is going to get kicked up to another level. That's all I'm saying. I got bench, I got squat, deadlifts, you name it. Everything can't here. Wait. You don't have can't, to wait. Can't wait. That's actually where I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes of the show. I'm going to be doing this for you. Oh, Um Where's the Let's end? See. Where's the end button? Uh, no, 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 no. That we're recording that. We're recording that. We're live, pal. Um, by God. Oh, uh, pro wrestling tees. Okay, so I promised last time on the on the first episode here, we're gonna have the brand new Hogsman uh, pro wrestling tee store. We've been trying to do this for a long time. As of right now, you can only get the Hogsman shirt on prowrestlingtees.com slash American Kaiju. But now. Uh, Adam, can you pull up the page for us here? Yeah, let me do that for you right now. And you can see these. Uh, uh, you can see these shirts again. Uh, oh, oh, what is that? That's that's Michael you, Michael Camden. If you go to the YouTube channel, this is just Mike Camden shirtless punching a punching bag. That's wearing short shorts. Unbelievable. Is All right, a, is this a thing? This is a thing. This is a thing. By the way, uh, in some of the matches that he was posting online for for uh, Level Up, he was still wearing a shirt. What's that about? So he gets naked and punches a punching bag at this boxing gym, but then he wrestles with all his clothes on. Good point. Uh, before we move on, I would like to say that uh, to everyone who is going to be watching the GCW 24-hour show this yes, weekend, thank you. we are an official sponsor. Uh, I don't know when we're when any of that's going to happen, but we are an official sponsor, so hopefully that will lead to some shirt purchases and yes. publicity for the podcast, which will lead them to here. And uh, here for the first time ever, I'm announcing it. I will be on the card in the main event in the new pro wrestling tease. Te- Adam, no. Okay, I'm not on the card. I, I just spoke with event. I just spoke with Joey Janela, and you are not booked. I I just get this just in. That's bullshit. Huh, interesting. Thanks, Joey. Um, so I will not be wrestling on that. But yeah, please uh please watch GCW. Please support the Hogsman. Um, you can also support the Hogsman and uh, Level Up, who I'd mentioned earlier on IWTV, uh, for the shows that they're running. Again, they also started the day I left town. Thank you very much. <laughs> But uh, the Hogsman uh, Pro Wrestling TV tea store, I had some issues with it um, in, in the setup process. One of my shirts uh, on the American Kaiju account is called the Hogsman shirt. Well, when I tried to uh, load the URL for the new Hogsman show, uh, store, I had it as Hogsman, obviously. They said that there's conflicting 
results there because if I were to use Hogsman, it would take to just the t-shirt. So I tried to get the t-shirt removed. Uh, my account got locked due to not being able to log in enough. So <laughs> as of right now, if you want the shirts, they should be up later this week under uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash the Hogsman. I want that by the end of the week to be just Hogsman. Yeah. Well, that's as long the as they get up by the 29th, that's really all that they'll matters. They'll be up. They'll be up by the 29th, but it'll be under slash the Hogsman. So if you want yeah. one of the new shirts, uh, the I don't know. There's a ton of shirts. We show you go watch it. Uh, go watch the episode from last week or check it out on IG. And uh, that's it. Those are the things that I wanted to talk about before. Um, yeah, before you be went into the the questions. Yeah, the viewer listener questions from yes. uh, the year anniversary. So we're not going to go through all the questions because some of the questions were specifically for Hunter, specifically right. for Mike, not really things right. that Devin can answer. So we're really only going to go through a couple of them that Devin could probably give a good answer for. Um, so I'm going to start off with uh, Fow, okay, uh, who is a photographer and very good, very talented, took a lot of promo pics. Fantastic. He's I was out in Arizona. I saw him take some pics and I've seen very good. So check him out at Fow Footage footage photography with all f's to start on instagram and he asked uh devin when was the last time you felt you had a new lease on life that's an easy one that one i would agree with uh i listened to the the podcast yesterday uh with hunter on there hunter had mentioned you know the second he had his kid and made him uh you know take a step back and look at everything that was the same for me you know the second i had a kid in the world it's like holy shit everything is brand new everything is different. Everything has changed. It's not just, you know, you out for yourself. Um, and it was almost, almost to the opposite extent. I know Hunter had mentioned that it was about wrestling and making wrestling happen. And he was like, I just need to make sure something happens. Like what needs to happen? She needs uh, safety, shelter, um, you know, consistency. How can I do those things? So my mind turned into like, it actually shifted away from from wrestler mode and into dad mode. It was I, I need a house. I need, well, you actually need... at that point, uh, I believe they were around the same time you did an interview with SoCal uh, Uncensored, where you talked about how you were retiring, mostly because of your daughter being born. Also, you had some uh, so I, that problems, was but... yeah, that was a big. I, I I had a big concussion that the effects lasted like way too fucking long for comfort in my. I my remember. Kid. Yeah. And my kid was just like, I'm not, I'm not wrestling. This doesn't make any sense. Um, I took over a year off, took over a year off before I came back for my, my next match in which I won the uh, Zealot Pro Championship, I believe. I think that was my first show back. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that was it. Having a kid, man, changes absolutely everything. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, the big guy 87 says, in this year that you did the podcast, what episode has been your favorite to record and why? Uh, the second part of that question is who has been your favorite guest and why? Favorite to record and why? No. And then favorite guest and why? Um, favorite guest was Yuma. I'm going to agree with Mike on that. We had Yuma on twice. The guy is just a funny guy. He's, yeah. like Mike said, willing to be the butt of his own joke or anyone else's joke for that matter, super knowledgeable about the wrestling business. He's done absolutely fucking everything. Wrestled in Japan, wrestled in China, wrestled for, uh, what did he wrestle for? PWG for a long time. He did some stuff for Impact. Um, he was a producer for a long time, had some phenomenal ideas at, at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. 
um, good dude, loves nerdy shit, makes his own toys. You can talk if you like nerdy shit, you know, you could talk to him about anything. And he, he, he knows the answer. He's on he's currently online right now touting uh, Team Kong for uh, <laughs> uh, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever that's called. So he's, he's just fucking awesome. Um, that was my favorite guest. Favorite episode to record. It wouldn't have been one of those because those weren't in person. Um, favorite episode to record was just early on recording in Level Up Studios because that's when we were getting our getting getting used to everything. Nothing was closed down yet. There was no pandemic. Uh, you could get you know a good training session in and, and come sit down and you had matches to talk about that were coming up that week or you had just finished two matches the week prior and you could talk shit about them or you know give someone a hard time. So that was those were my favorite episodes. We were just recording early on at Level Up Studios. Okay. And uh, so let's go to the next question. If you could have anyone appear on a future episode, who would you want? That's from Mick Smut on Instagram. Vince McMahon. Easy. Anyone, it would be Vince McMahon. I don't, I, I can't, has he been on a podcast? If he has, I haven't listened to it. He was on the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Podcast. Yeah. But imagine him on a stupid indie tag team dick joke podcast. Like that's what I want to see. I don't want him. I don't want to see him talking to one of his biggest stars ever that made him more money than God. I want him talking to a stupid uh, group of indie wrestlers whose name is the Hogsman. And I want to hear him. What was the Hogsman? What, what does that have to do with pal? You tell me what is a Hogsman? Yeah, what's a Hogsman? And then just like, listen, just I'm asking you the questions. Vince, you ever shit your pants in the ring? <laughs> oh, but I tore both my quads. That's what I want. I would want, I would choose Vince McMahon if I had a choice. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. The last one uh, is from DTF Able. If you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice right before your debut, what would it be? So when I when I first heard this, I, I took it as um, your debut, like just f- to start your career, not your first match. Not like your debut. Hey, you're about to you're about to go through the curtain for your first match. What do you want to tell yourself? I wouldn't. I didn't take it that way. I took it as in like, what would you tell yourself leading into this? career you're just starting so all the mistakes haven't been made yet um and for myself so anyone out there who has just debuted like fab who was on yesterday um or or uh, dtf who just debuted as well and is still very early on into his career i i would say the advice i would give someone in that position is to just train everywhere train everywhere you can um you know mike is still doing it to this day where he's you know trained at uh evolve new japan ring of honor uh even though he had to pay for some of these seminars and that's not popular with some people paying to do these you know big seminars and these tryouts it gets you seen you meet people you know people talk you see people all over the place um so i would say train everywhere and then also um you know just work everywhere work as many places as you could i think i mentioned on an earlier episode as well um i didn't know that you were supposed to do that i thought like your home i i I thought your home promotion it was like wwe versus wc or wwf versus wcw i was under the impression like oh you're loyal to them those are your guys no one's smarting me up to shit uh on top of that if you're newer and you're only a fan of wwe and aew something that i didn't know actually this is probably the biggest one um you need to ingrain yourself in indie wrestling culture you need to learn indie wrestling culture learn the promotions learn the wrestlers who's good um it's it's great to watch the wwe 
and AEW and New Japan and all this. Um, but you need to know who you're going to be seeing on shows, who, who you're competing with, who are, who are guys who are, when someone's paying their money um, to come see, you know, $25 for a show, what are, what are they expecting? What is considered good? Because what you considered good in the attitude era or what you considered good when, you know, John Cena was on top because uh, that was your childhood watching it growing up is not necessarily what people are, are interested in on the indie circuit. If you don't know about the indies for myself, that was me. 100% didn't know shit about indie wrestling. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Um, I got into wrestling. I'd always wanted to be a wrestler. I got into wrestling uh, as a high school project. They said uh, the high school project, it was your senior project. You had to go to a college of your choice and, you know, go on the campus and walk it and say why you wanted to go there and apply to it and all that. Or the other option was to job shadow a job that you wanted to do. So if you want to be an astronaut, go shadow an astronaut or an Olympic gold medalist, go shadow someone who's a gymnast. And for me, I'm like, I don't know how to, I can't job shadow a wrestler. So I guess I'm just going to go wrestle. So I went up and started training to be a wrestler. And that was it. I was 17 years old. It was, uh, I started the day after Christmas. It was December 26, 2004 was my first day stepping into a wrestling ring. Holy shit. Uh, long time ago. But at the time, again, didn't know anything about indie wrestling. And it was also very hard to find information. This is still during tape trading days or DVD trading. This isn't, this isn't when uh, you know, YouTube was popping off yet. There was no IWTV. Um, wasn't very many streaming services or platforms that I'm aware of. You sure as hell, there wasn't a, a network or anything like that, no fight TV. So uh, if you wanted to be ingrained in it, you had to get out and go to shows locally. And people would say that all the time, go to this show, go to that show, go check it out, go see what you're, I didn't give a shit. I'm like, why am I going to drive two hours away and spend $15 to get in? I'm not going to fucking do that. Go do that. That's the only information you're getting about shows back then is just people and that telling was the- you, hey, go to this show. You're like, I don't know shit about this show. Oh, like, Absolutely. Because I was down in San Diego. I was training in L.A. And they'd say, hey, go to this company show. It's, a, it's on Saturday. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not driving up there on a Saturday. I've already, I, was, I was training uh, in the very beginning, two days a week up in L.A. after school and shit. Drive up there, go train, get home at like midnight, go to work the next or, or go to school the next day. Um, yeah, man. And then I started training in Oceanside where Nestor is, who you guys mentioned on the podcast. SoCal, SoCal Crazy, who you guys mentioned on the podcast. Trained Lucha with him for a long time. Uh, he became my sole uh, trainer for a while after after that uh, promotion had shut down, that school had shut down. Um, so yeah, man, uh, you have to ingrain yourself into profession, into indie wrestling. Really focus on indie wrestling. It's great to have a, a love and affection and, and appreciation for you know, all the mainstream outlets. But uh, if you're just starting, you're just debuting, fuck all that. There's time for it. Yeah. And as much as it sucks to say, there's, I mean, it's different now, but there is still a higher percentage that you're going to spend most of your career on those indie shows. Oh yeah. So you should probably make sure you don't burn any bridges in that realm. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I would do, man. I would, uh, those things, all of those things. Okay. You got another question for me? Do you want me to ask Petey's question? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. All right, you asked for it. So Petey asks, 
If you could add a zero to the end of anything on your life, what would it be? For example, if you could currently only bench 150 pounds, adding a zero to the end would make it 1500 pounds. Right. Got that. So, um, math, I, I actually thought about this question when it came on and I was like, I want to give a good answer. Not just cause he has bull- bullshit questions as you all just saw. Um, you know, he can currently lift 15 pounds and thought, well, if I could bench another zero at the end of that, holy shit, I'd be benching 150. And then he, and then he said, oh, let me ask the hogs what they think. By the way, is this segment called ask the hogs? I don't know. Um, okay. So I did, I did think about this and it was something that would be impactful. If I could add a zero to anything in my life other than bank account, it would be to the amount of matches I've had with Kota Ibushi. I've had one match with Kota Ibushi, all right, in uh, in Fuji. I think it was Fuji. In Fuji, Japan. And it was like a, one of the crazy DD, DDT outside, you know, fucking fireworks in there, flips off of trucks. Ten matches with Kota Ibushi. Because, look, if I'm having ten matches with Ibushi, that means I earned them. And if I had ten matches with Ibushi, that means I'm also wrestling out there to have those ten matches. No one's wrestling ten matches in a row with Ibushi, so I'm out there for at least probably a, a two-year tour uh, if I've got ten matches with him. He was either that or uh, add a zero to the amount of matches that I've had in DDT. So I think I had, I don't know, eight or ten matches in DDT. So add a zero, 80 or 100 matches in DDT. That's a pretty fucking successful run out there, man. Very good. So you want as many matches with Kota Ibushi as Dominic has had matches, period. Yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, who'd he ever beat? That's what I want to know. That's the real question. Murphy. Actually, I actually heard, yeah, I know. I heard the circle jerk you guys had where it went around and, oh, well, I think Hunter's like, I'll be Devin on, I'll be Devin on uh, Hollywood. And I'm like, I think he said Hollywood. I'm like, motherfucker. No, you didn't. I never lost to him on Hollywood. I don't think I ever wrestled him on Hollywood. Where did I wrestle him? Huh? Maybe you did. I don't think he said champion. Hollywood. He said championship. Hmm. I, I, didn't I, even, I, I didn't even know. I think I wrestled Devin on championship. Oh, you know what? I wrestled him at SoCal Pro. That's what I, did. I think he said. I think, okay, okay. I Maybe he had the championship. No, but you and Mike yeah. are one and one, so you got to have that. Uh, uh, that he said I wrestled him for the championship. That's what he said. Okay, oh, okay. I remember. All right, all right, all right, all right. So he's not wrong. Hunter's not wrong. So Hunter has beat me, which is pretty fucking significant. Um, but I beat myself all the time. So that's not... That came out wrong. No, that came out right. That came out right. <laughs> podcast is called the Hogsman Podcast. It is called the Hogsman Podcast. Well, um, that's it. I'm going to wrap this up for now. You have any other questions? Nope. No more questions. Okay, well, uh Yeah. I, I mean, in that case, uh, the ref just gave us the uh, the signal there. Time to go home. So, uh, duck the clothesline, schoolboy. Let's go home. Yes. The end. No, you gotta come on. You can't That's just it like that. No, 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 no. That's no. it. You gotta come up with a sign-off line. You gotta That's figure it. this out. Duck That's the boys' school. That's it. Yeah. All right, do it again so all the kids out there can hear the catchphrase and learn. Oh, it's not American a catchphrase. Tigers. It's just how we're gonna. I, we're just gonna go home that way. I, what did I even say? I don't know, brother. You got to tell I me. Said, I said uh, the ref got the the signal. And it's time to go home. 
duck duck the clothesline. Uh, we'll stay with a little vim and vigor for the for the end. Oh, for fuck's sake! All right, here we go. Ready? This is my rib on you. This is your rib on me. This is fucking terrible listening, by the way. I I guarantee that. This is for the greenhorn in the ring. All right, brother. The ref just got the signal. It's time to go home. Duck duck the clothesline. Hit the schoolboy. Let's go. Goodbye, everybody.